Empty your mind of all thoughts. Let your heart be at peace. Watch the turmoil of beings, but contemplate their return. Each separate being in the universe returns to the common source. Returning to the source is serenity. If you don't realize the source, you stumble in confusion and sorrow. When you realize where you come from, you naturally become tolerant, disinterested, amused, kind-hearted as a grandmother, dignified as a king. Immersed in the wonder of the now, you can deal with whatever life brings you. And when death comes, you are ready. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. And this is an episode that I've been wanting to do for the last several years, but man to man, heart to heart, warrior to warrior, I've been procrastinating on it. Why? Because I don't think I'm an expert enough to give advice on how to meditate because it's such a deep, nebulous, difficult thing to explain. And I just don't feel that I've reached the level where I'm an expert, quote unquote, in meditation to be able to guide you guys on how to do it effectively. Now that said, I have been meditating for about 20 years now. I do it every single day. And this morning, I had an absolutely peak experience meditating, and that was a sign to me, in fact, a slightly psychic sign that I needed to do this podcast today. So while I personally feel unworthy and humble in the fact that I'm certainly no expert in meditating, I want to tell you how I meditate give you some information about the myriad of books I've read on meditation and how I think it can really improve your lives, not only with happiness, which is a huge benefit of it, but also with women, also monetarily, and just being at peace, as I spoke about in the beginning of this episode. That little poem I read is from the Tao Te Ching, written by Stephen Mitchell. I actually have that poem memorized. It's my all-time favorite poem in the Tao Te Ching, and I've thought about getting it tattooed on myself, but I don't know. I haven't done it yet. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I absolutely love that poem, man. I just, uh, it just affects me so much. Let your heart be at peace and watch the turmoil of beings who will inevitably come back to the source, to the source energy, which is serenity. And that's what meditation is. It's your time every day to go back to the source, to go back to peace, to go back to what you really are, which I believe is love, and to touch that inside yourself. And we all search for gold outside ourselves, transient sense gratification, trying to satisfy these desires that are essentially a bottomless pit when you have a treasure inside yourself that most people have never touched before. And it's right there inside yourself. And with a little bit of practice, with a little bit of discipline, with a little bit of humility and controlling those thoughts inside your head, you can access that treasure anytime you'd like, as I did this morning. I don't often like to talk about meditation because it's one of those things that I feel is between me and my creator, me and my spirit, me and being. But for the interest of possibly getting at least one of you guys to meditate every day, I'm going to share the experience I had this morning. It's really difficult to explain, difficult to put into words, but I'm a speaker, so hopefully I can pull it off. So as I was meditating, and usually I do about 40 to 45 minutes every day, I do listen to music. I listen to a playlist that I created on Spotify, which I'd highly suggest all you guys check out. 
It's called Mark's Meditation Playlist. You can find it by searching Mark Sing in the Spotify app and you'll see it right there. I've put together a number of songs that I feel get you into alpha, alpha brainwaves in the quickest, easiest way possible. In fact, they've done scientific research on a number of those songs that I chose, songs one through five particularly, and they actually help your brain get into that all-important alpha wavelength and help you get deeper into meditation. I do it literally every morning, so if you do it along with me, just know I'm right there with you, brother. We are literally fighting shoulder to shoulders as brothers, and yes, it is a fight, you against your ego, me against mine. So as I'm meditating this morning, I start feeling like the central point of my consciousness, which all you guys can relate, is kind of like where your eyes are, right? Like you look out your eyes and that's where you feel the kind of central point of your consciousness is. Well, I felt that it was expanding in infinite directions, both up and down. It's really weird. Right now, as I'm talking, I'm starting to feel it. Holy shit, this is crazy. So I feel like my consciousness is expanding out. It's going infinite up, it's going infinite down, and I no longer have a center, but in fact, I'm the entire universe at once. And as I'm feeling this, I feel like I'm falling and raising at the same time. I'm getting slightly dizzy. I can't feel my hands anymore, which are folded up in my lap. I can't feel where my body ends and where the universe begins. I feel that I am the eternity and it's stretching out in infinite directions. And as it's stretching, I feel this whipping motion. It's like, whoom, whoom, whoom going through me. And I'm fighting to get back to my center, but something inside me tells me to just let go, let what's happening be, fall into that sweet oblivion of peacefulness. And that's where I was, man. There's just this falling yet rising feeling all at the same time. And all I can explain it as is peace, serenity, that very thing that I spoke about at the top of this show, which is so important. And in fact, to me, it's God realization, realizing that the consciousness you are given as a gift is something that you can touch anytime you want. And you should not only visit it on a day-to-day -day basis, but you should also be thankful for it because that is the answer that we are all seeking outside ourselves. We're seeking and seeking, begging for money as we sit on a box that inside is filled with gold which Eckhart Tolle talks about in the beginning of his book called The Power of Now. Once again, his name is Eckhart Tolle. I could not suggest that book enough. If I had two books to suggest to you guys, it would be The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and The Tao Te Ching by Stephen Mitchell, as well as a few others, which I may talk about in other episodes. So meditation essentially means ceasing your thoughts and moving into what you really are, which is thoughtlessness. See, we have the mind, which is the thinking part of who we are, and then we have what many refer to as your higher self, your spirit. The mind thinks constantly. In fact, we can say that we think compulsively, and it's because of thinking that we suffer. And I wanna say that again. It's because of thinking that you suffer. Thinking about the future, thinking about the past, worrying about things that probably will never happen. Mark Twain said, I've lived a life full of many problems, most of which never happened. That points to the very thing that meditation is a cure for, which is thinking, compulsive thinking. Let me ask you, have you found the off switch? Can you stop thinking anytime you want to? I know I can't, so I can only bet that you can't either. Well, thinking is what creates problems.
And going into what Shakespeare said, there is no right or wrong, but thinking makes it so. You see, your thoughts like to identify things. They like to put a little label on it, squeeze it into a box and be done with it. But what you are is isness. You are being, you are consciousness itself, unexplained by the words or the thoughts that the mind can create, but can only be experienced by going into it directly, which is meditation. When you stop thinking, brother, when you're looking at a beautiful sunset, when you're looking maybe even at a beautiful girl and just appreciating her, no thoughts, just present, completely there in the present moment, that is meditation. The next time you see a sunset and you feel that warmth on your skin, you hear the waves crashing or the wind in the trees or the birds chirping and you're just there, you're not trying to label it, you're not trying to call it anything, you're not even saying, man, that's beautiful. There's nothing in your mind for those few brief seconds, not only are you meditating, but that's who you really are. When I ask you, who are you? Or I ask you, just be yourself. That means be who you are without thinking. Be who you are without putting labels on it, without the personality, without the mind, without the ego. You are fully who you are when you are meditating. And it's that beingness that nobody can possess. It's that beingness that nobody can sell. You are given this gift of life which is beingness, the I am, the consciousness that you have right now. And you have the power to control it through meditation. Meditation has been scientifically proven to literally make your brain grow in the areas of your brain that are responsible for pleasure. Literally, they've studied meditators and their brain physically grows. I believe it's the prefrontal cortex, but don't quote me on that, in the area that's responsible for joy and peace. In addition to that, you are able to think more clearly because you're essentially sharpening the knife. If you use the knife all the time, that is thoughts, your knife becomes dull. But when you stop thinking, you're able to sharpen that knife, you're able to think more clearly, and there's depth to you that most people don't possess. And you're able to access a level of intelligence that is far beyond what the mind can conjure. The mind is like a candle flame. Depth, consciousness, I am, God realization is like the sun. So meditation essentially means stopping thinking. Sounds easy, but as many of you who have tried it, it's extremely difficult. But here's the key, okay, is to stop fighting your thoughts, but in fact, accept them and watch them. Be the watcher, be the observer. So it's very simple. You sit down and you focus on something that attempts to have you stop thinking. And when you do think, you simply observe your thoughts and you let them go. So I'm gonna tell you guys how I meditate. And then I'm gonna give some other recommendations about what I've read, what I've learned, what my friends do, what other teachers I've worked with do. And I wanna urge each of you guys to try this because it's absolutely unbelievable what it's gonna do for your life. You've heard it a million times how beneficial it is and maybe you don't understand why. But just like trying to understand consciousness, you can't understand it until you experience it. So I want you to try at least once, preferably twice. Try it for a week, bro. Commit to me, man to man, brother to brother, warrior to warrior, that you will try this for at least a week every day for about 10 to 20 minutes, more if you'd like to. Listen to Mark's meditation playlist on Spotify and give this an honest attempt. It will change your life. You will have more joy, you will have more clarity. You'll be able to think on your feet when speaking to women, and you will have a peace to you 
that we're all trying to get through outside things like cars, clothes, money, and girls. But it's a treasure you have inside you right now that the vast majority of people never access and never understand that they have access to. People often ask me, how do you flow so much in your podcast? And I say, I don't even feel like I'm talking, man. I feel like something is talking through me. And in my opinion, it's spirit talking through me because I'm a clear channel that I keep clear because of my daily meditation. That's how much I attribute my success to meditation and my daily habit. So what I do is I sit down on a pad that I bought from Pure One Imports and I wrap a blanket around myself and I kind of look like the Buddha as I sit Indian style. I don't do the full lotus. I just sit Indian style. And then I fold my hands gently into my lap, usually my left hand in my right hand that sits right there on my lap as I sit Indian style. I have a bad back, so I lean back against my bed, but I'm always trying to keep my spine straight. What I also do is I use this stuff called white flower oil. You can get it at some of those Asian supermarket places. And I put some on the tip of my nose because when I'm breathing, it like cools down my breath a lot and it really makes it easy to focus on my meditation. So as I sit there, what I first do is I just focus on my breath. My breath coming into my lungs and then my breath coming out. I have the tip of my tongue on the roof of my mouth and I breathe in through my nose, sometimes out through my mouth, but usually just in and out through my nose. There's different ways to do it. And I simply focus on my breath. And I even imagine that as I'm breathing in, I'm breathing in cleansing light. And as I breathe out, I'm breathing out smoke that has all the toxins, all the bad thoughts, and all the negativity that I've carried throughout the day. Then I breathe in again, this healing light, this healing air, whatever you want to imagine it as. Some people imagine it even as chi, which is like a universal life force, this energy that's all around us at all times. And I'll do that too. And I'll even pretend I'm breathing in through all the pores in my body, this energy. Then as the bottom of my breath comes in, I imagine it cleansing out my body and then I breathe out and even smoke may be leaving through all my pores, leaving through my nose and flushing out all the toxins. Then I just repeat that over and over again. And then inevitably the thought comes, man, that girl was hot last night, bro. I'm like, no, 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 no. Back to the meditation, back to peace. But damn her ass, bro. Did you see that thigh gap? Back to meditation. I don't criticize myself. I don't fight myself. I just bring it back. It's gently nudging yourself back to concentration with compassion and with patience. And that's it, brother. I just focus on my breath in and out. What I do as well is I love to focus on my inner energy field. This is the most powerful thing for me because I'm clairsentient. And some people have this as well where they can feel things very clearly. They can feel, for example, the energy in the palm of their hands right now. If you were to try to feel, can you feel the energy in your hands or perhaps in the bottom of your feet or in your chest? Can you feel a tingling sensation? Can you feel that in fact your body is full of energy? And there's a fable that's really funny to me. It's a guy who says, God, can you please give me more energy? I don't have enough energy each day. And God says to him, I fill you up enough. You just keep leaking. And that's what most of us do. We leak that energy out by worrying. We leak that energy out by stressing, by thinking thoughts that, as I talked about earlier, create suffering. So when we come into the present moment and just focus on that energy, it actually grows and we can bring in more. And this is what Qigong 
or the practice of Tai Chi is about. It's about bringing more energy into your body. And you can do that anytime by just closing your eyes. Do it right now. Close your eyes, take a deep breath in and bring in the energy that's all around you from the trees, from the sun, from the air, from other people, from the general vibration of the earth itself. It's yours, accessible anytime you'd like it. The Native American chief Geronimo used to stand in one place for hours at a time every morning, just sucking up the energy from the earth with bare feet. And he was known to be a powerful man who had that presence. So as you meditate, you're just focusing on whatever you want to put your focus on, even counting if that works for you. Counting numbers, counting the number of breaths, or as I like to do, just focusing on the inner energy field as I breathe in and out. And as I go deeper and deeper, sometimes a mantra pops into my head, which is another strategy for meditating. Let go, fall, relax, let go, fall, relax. And I just repeat those words to myself over and over again. And it's weird because you can feel your muscles start to kind of let go a little bit. And then your hips will kind of settle deeper. And then your arms will relax and your shoulders will kind of pop and go back and everything just starts settling really deep. And then you can get into some really deep, blissful meditations that way. Another strategy is to imagine that you're in a box and all the thoughts are trying to come into that box, but they just bounce off of it and they can't get in. You can also imagine a little sandcastle that as you're breathing, as you breathe in, it kind of becomes a sandcastle. And then as you breathe out, your breath kind of makes it spread everywhere. Then you breathe in and it constructs up again into a sandcastle. Then you breathe out and it kind of goes everywhere. And that's it. We just need a mantra. We just need something to focus on, something that we could repeatedly put our attention on over the duration of our meditation so that our mind can get out of the picture and we can sink into what we really are, which is peace. See, the way I think of it is that you're a peaceful Buddha waiting to awaken. You have all that peace inside of you, but you haven't realized it yet because you're covered with the desires and suffering caused by your ego. And this is a very Buddhist kind of mentality, but it works for any religion, no matter what religion you're in. In fact, and I should probably do a podcast episode on this because I've studied this deeply for eight years. In my opinion, all religions basically say the same thing. And this is it. This is a benevolent universe. God is love. And the reason for it is so that we can all wake up to what we really are, which is a part of God. An individualization of the spirit of God temporarily thinking that we're separate, taking on an ego, taking on a body so that we can wake up to that peace and love that we really are. Part of a river that goes over a waterfall, breaks up for a little while, individual drops, thinking we're all separate, thinking we're under danger, buying into the illusion, and then at death, we rejoin that river and become one again. But during life, the point is to wake up to that consciously, the way enlightened masters have. And meditation is you going to work, chipping away at that crust of ego that surrounds what you really are. And a lot of us have bad belief systems, which by the way, is why we're unattractive to women. We think we're not enough. We think we're ugly, too short, too fat, too bald, whatever it is. And that's all derived of the egoic mind. When you let go of that, when you go beyond it, you become attractive to women because it no longer rules you. Your thoughts no longer rule you. Your opinions of yourself no longer rule you. You are one with yourself and you are at peace. And daily meditation can bring you closer and closer to that as it has for me. Your genuine natural charisma is unleashed 
and you are who you are without apology and people love you because of it. So meditation is simply that, brother. It's simply the cessation of thoughts. And once again, when those thoughts come in, you just get back to your focal point of meditation, whether it's breathing, whether it's counting, imagining something, or feeling the different energies inside your body, as I like to do, you could get deep into bliss as I did today. And as my consciousness expanded both up and down, I finally arrived to this point of peaceful centeredness where I felt like my consciousness was here, but it was everywhere at the same time that I was in fact consciousness. And as I sat there, it was bliss. There was nothing. It was silence. And people say that the voice of God is silence. So I was sitting in that silence. And then, of course, the mind comes in and says, yeah, bro, this is dope, man. And then I lost it. But you just continue to fight that battle. And one of the cool things I like about Buddhism, and I believe it's in the Bhagavad Gita as well, which is Hinduism. It is. Yeah, I, I do remember that. That it's a war. That it's a battle. And that's a good analogy for a battle is we are peaceful warriors. We are not at battle against the enemies outside ourselves, but we are at battle against the enemies within ourselves. Ego, pride, thinking, suffering, and desires is all the battle that we're fighting. And to sin, by the way, I don't want to go too down this road, but to sin in its ancient Greek translation means to miss the mark, like an archer misses the bullseye. So to sin, to lie to somebody, to kill somebody is to essentially miss the point and create a living hell for yourself. And I believe that's what hell is being referred to in the Bible is that when you sin, which basically means miss the mark, do things that create suffering, both for yourself as well as others, you miss the mark and you essentially attract to yourself a hell that is not a hell you go to that's under the ground, but it's here on earth as we can see. And in Buddhism, they say even your happiness is dukkha situationally arriving to a point where you think you're going to finally be happy, dukkha means suffering, which means your happiness and your suffering are in fact two different sides of the same coin. But here's the answer, brother. It doesn't mean that you're always going to suffer. It means that beyond happiness and suffering is peace. And peace is found in your higher self, that which is beyond your ego, that which is beyond your thinking mind that which is attainable to you through daily meditation. And yes, you can access it anytime you want. And you can meditate in everything that you do. I'm meditating right now, I'm completely present, just letting this flow out of me. I don't even feel like I'm talking. I feel like something is speaking through me. I don't even know what I'm gonna say next. But that's meditation, is being in the present moment. Empty your mind of all thoughts. Let your heart be at peace. That's what that means, is to put full attention into everything that you're doing so that every action is in fact a meditation. And that's the essence of Zen Buddhism. To be so present that no suffering can even come into your awareness. There will always be issues. There will always be quote unquote problems, but suffering is created by labeling those problems and those problems are labeled by the mind. Go beyond the mind, meditate every day, and you will reach a peace within yourself that you are trying to attain by outside things that will never get you there. In the Bible, it says, I have seen everything done under the sun, and alas, everything is just vanity and chasing after wind. God, that's true. God, that's deep. Love this stuff. Anyway, gentlemen, I hope this has helped. I know that turned more into a philosophy about meditation than actual directions on how to do it, but it's very simple. Focus on something that prevents you from thinking, 
Sit in a way that's most comfortable for you, even if it's in a chair or laying down in your bed, however that works. And you can do it for 45 minutes a day as I do, or you could do it for four minutes a day. Right when you wake up, just focus on your breath for a little while, get a deep sense of peace within yourself, and then start your day. And as you get better at it, I guarantee you're going to want to do it longer and longer. And then those meditations are going to come into everything that you do. Even lifting weights, focusing fully on the muscle group that you're working actually makes you stronger because the mind is focused on the muscle, therefore growing it even faster. That's been scientifically proven as well. Talking to a girl, just being present with her, showing her that you're there to talk to her. And from that deeper intelligence, words come out of your mouth that you never thought of before. Maybe something Mark Singh said on one of his podcasts just pops into your mind because your mind isn't sitting there trying to take control, but it relinquishes control to that which is deeper than the mind that which is more profound than the mind, and that is your higher self, the place where real mind is tapped into God consciousness, where real deep ideas come from. Even Einstein said, my deepest insights came at a place where I was not thinking. It didn't come from me. It came from somewhere else. Tesla said that. Einstein said that. All the great minds said that, that we have a deeper intelligence we're tapped into, and when you have a daily meditation practice, you can access it literally with whatever you do. The tennis player practices tennis. The golfer practices golf. The surfer practices surfing. The master practices all things. And what does that mean? Your attention is fully on whatever you're doing, even washing the dishes. When you pay full attention to what you're doing, that attention ceases thoughts and then you move into peace. And yes, you could be at peace even washing the dishes. That is the secret to what is beyond happiness and suffering, and that is peace. All right, gentlemen, I really enjoyed this one, and man, I was feeling that the whole time, dude. I was feeling that consciousness extending out, feeling as if I'm just a voice that something else is speaking through, God essence, if you will, spirit, if you will, or maybe I've just completely lost my shooter marble and I'm just psychotic. Whatever it is, I feel at peace right now, and that is the main point, isn't it? So whatever I'm doing, it's working, man, and I suggest you guys do it too. Once again, on Spotify, Mark's Meditation Playlist, I suggest you start with song one and go through song five. I always finish on Ultimate Ohm, which I believe is the fifth song, but I like to ramp it up with those first four songs or five songs, whatever it is, and then get into ultimate ohm. And that's always where I hit my really deep spot. And then I come out of it with just this deep sense of peace. I absolutely love it. And I can't suggest it enough. So have some discipline, brother. Try meditation. I really hope it works for you the way it has for me. On Monday, we're getting back to the core of what this podcast is about, which is speaking about women. So make sure to stay tuned for the next one. I really thank you listening to this one. And I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>